What's going on, everybody? I wanted to do this for a long time. By the way, welcome to the Be Epic Podcast. I've wanted to showcase, and when I started on all of this content stuff, I wanted to show people how it works, how it works to get better. And, you know, I coach people, I do all that, but uh, I wanted to actually put my money where my mouth is and say, all right, I'm going to show you that this works. Okay. And so that's been the goal. That's been the goal by showing things, you know, yeah, maybe it's not, hey, it's exactly like the coolest, most fun thing or whatever that we see, but this is what it really is. Golf hasn't changed in centuries. It's still the same game. Equipment's a little different, but you're still hitting the ball towards the hole and you're still trying to get the ball to go in as few strokes as possible. And so it really hasn't changed much other than a few kind of minor things or maybe at the elite level it's a little different but yeah we need to we wanted to get that part rolling and saying hey this is how it does and I wanted to show it to you so today's gonna be the first kind of recap episode of how that all went so I started this year I started last year actually I said all right hey I want to start playing tournaments again I want to start playing tournaments again I want to be able to um, compete all of that. I hadn't really played a lot. I would play maybe one event a year, our section championship. I, I basically would play an event when we were playing at like a nice course that maybe I wouldn't get to play otherwise. So like last year, we played at Chicago Golf. Um, the year before that, we played, you know, Medina. We played at, uh, you know, we played at Cog Hill one year, you know, just fun events, fun courses like, all right, yeah, I would like to go play and see what I can do there. But last year I said, all right, no, I want to actually play these tournaments and I don't want to, I want to actually play better. And so last year was the first year I said, all right, I'm going to commit to playing more events. I'm going to play as many as I can. And uh, so I did. I think I played five events last year, maybe six. And we had a couple rain outs. It would have been more. And what I realized was that I needed to get better at playing competitive golf. It's not the same thing. And that's always the, the big thing. I, I think when I work with players and I work with people that are like, oh, I'm gonna, I want to go play professionally or I want to go play on the PGA Tour, you know, they'll say, oh, yeah, I can shoot like 68 uh, with my buddies on a Sunday and, you know, maybe do it even at a very tough course. And the first thing I realize is that that is not the same thing. That is not the same thing at all. There's, there's pressure when you have to dial it up. You have to hit the ball in the correct spot at the at the right moment and you have to deal with you know what hey if i don't hit this chip very good um i'm gonna have a hard time making par maybe make bogey maybe make double right and the, all of those things start happening and when you play tournaments or anybody that's played a, any kind of competition even like a member guest any of that type of stuff right like you you usually see weird things happening like somebody tops a shot that that hasn't topped in a while or they hit like this crazy rock thing like when i used to mark courses for tournaments you know we do like our illinois open or arizona open i'm sorry um you know it's like all right where could we would sit out there and be like where could the ball go that we haven't thought of because people hit the ball backwards you know people hit it straight sideways people hit things and then it goes bouncing everywhere you know it just can happen, and it usually does. So we always were working on that part, but you have to kind of prepare yourself for that. And so I had to get into, 
I wanted to play better. I wanted to compete better. So last year was like, all right, let's just get out. Let's go play. And I'm going to kind of pay attention to what's going on. I haven't put a ton of work into it uh, other than me just saying I want to do this. And we're going to go. I'm still going to teach all I, I teach and all that, which is quite a bit, and uh, go from there. So did all that. And to be honest, I didn't play great. Um, by, I, w I wasn't super happy with it. But I did have flashes that were good, where it's like, all right, hey, that was actually not too bad. But the biggest thing I noticed was one short game was, you know, beyond atrocious. It was awful. It was awful. Okay? So I needed help there. And that's another thing I'll talk about is you, you can't help yourself. It's very difficult to do that. I know how to do. I've coached players that have won professional tournaments. Trying to, they've, they've done what I want to try to get to. So, you know, I know what I'm looking at. When I watch somebody else do something, I know what I'm looking at. But the problem with that in trying to do that for myself is, you know, you can't have any doubt. If I'm going to work on something, I'm going to practice. You can't have doubts about what's going on. And so that's where I want a second opinion. And in Short Game's case, I had third opinion. You know, I had my opinion. I had the, my coach that I work with on my full swing, Alex Theodore. And then I actually went to a short game specialist, James Ridyard, to help me out. And I said, hey, give me what I need, right? Like, I want to make sure I know for sure. Because what you don't realize is when you start working on stuff, there's a mental side to that, too, is you have to really build confidence. You have to build everything up. So everything has to work towards I'm 100% sure that I know what I'm doing. And so, again, part of the problem when you're a coach is there's a lot of ideas, right? And I can't see my swing all the time. Yeah, I use live view and all that. I use flight scope, all that. But I can't see it every single time. And so, so it, it just leaves me wondering, like, was that it? Was that not it? So it's always nice to get help. And that's what I tell my students I work with in our coaching stuff, that you need to go and work on this and you need to just work on this a lot. You consistently work on it. Don't don't change it up. Don't hey, I'm going to try this now. I'm going to try this. That doesn't work. Okay, you're gonna you're dividing your attention. You're not getting enough reps on the one thing you need. So that was the big thing. And so you know, I need to work on potting. I need to work on ball striking too. I mean, I work on speed, all of that, right? I I but I drove it well last year. Drove it fairly long. I still think I can get a little longer, but um, I'm not the longest hitter that we have. There's some people that mash the ball, you know, 330, 320, all that pretty easily. Um, I'm never going to get there, but can I get to closer to three? That's the goal. But yeah, it's, uh, it's one of those things where short game was absolutely a killer. So what do we do? What, what did I do about it? Well, we got in practicing. We got in practicing. We got in working on things and then went in and said, all right, let's get back out here. So had, uh, our first, we had a warm-up tournament. We played at a place called Ivan Oak Club. That was a team event. That was kind of fun. It was a little cold that day, um, but actually hit the ball really well that day. Uh, didn't do anything spectacular. Didn't chip it really well that day, but I didn't hit too many horrible chips. More of just like, hey, I was out of practice playing and, and not really having a chance to hit the type of chip shots that I was running into, which were more very tight lie, um, all of that. You know, when you're working inside, you're not getting all of that. Okay, um, so did that. We, we did okay. 
uh, just finished outside of the money there, but went to our first event. It's actually two events, but we have our first major, and that was last week, okay? And so we uh, played at a place called Bull Valley here in Illinois. It's kind of notorious for being pretty difficult. Uh, we played one-up tee markers. It's 7,000 yards, essentially. It's 69.97, I think, from that set. And this is going to be a... What it is, is it's a match play, but... The first day is the qualifier, plus it's a, it's a tournament in itself. And so we're going to play there. And the rating from this course, I think it's like 75.7. So if you don't know what rating is, that basically means if you're a scratch, would shoot, you know. If you translate to a zero handicap at this course, you would shoot 76, okay? So um, that's, that's what that means. But anyway... We played our qualifier. So it's like, all right, I'm going in. It's like, all right, hey, we're going in. I want to I wanna do well. It's Now it's not figuring it out. I know what I needed to work on. I know what I needed to do. And, uh, you know, we, we did it. I, put, I worked on flight scope, working on my swing, really feel like I'm hitting it well, got numbers that I like, got, uh, you know, dialed in with short games, started hitting those better, been working on putting, just working on my putting mat. Uh, that's all I really do set up mirrors all that stuff inside and then when i just get out to the course and really get dialed in on the speeds and we did that so we played our first round that was last uh last week and to be honest it was probably the worst weather i can think of one other day that might be worse and that was my senior year of high school we played down at university of illinois for our read or sectionals and it was like uh upper 40s blowing like 20 to 30 and it off and on rained now this was 50, like 55 degrees, blowing like 10 miles an hour. And then towards the end of the day, it came up like the last two holes, I think it was like 20 to 30 miles an hour. It got really brutal, but it poured the entire day. I went through seven gloves. I'm lucky I have my Red Rooster subscription. I've been collecting gloves. Went through seven gloves. I played really well. Ended up finishing like top third of the field as far as match play qualifying we had 64 players going for that i was like the 26th seed i think out of that um so that's for people that were going to do the match play as well uh hit it really well up until about the 12th hole i still hit it well but i lost the ability to keep everything dry and that's the one thing i failed on was preparation i brought rain gear i brought a hat i had that i did not bring enough towels all right like i i mean and I needed to have a strategy. So we have two guys in our section, Mike Small, who is University of Illinois coach. He's a fantastic player. And then Andy Michelson, who is also a fantastic player. They shot three under. I have no idea how they did that. Unbelievable round. It was so wet, so soft on the fairways. The greens were still firm. Don't know how that happened. The greens are Poana too, so it gets super bumpy. And... Uh, yeah, I mean, I was playing well, and I was like, man, I can barely like hold on to the club at the end. And they just happened to get through it. Um, but my preparation for that one wasn't great. I shot 81, which, again, that's like top third of the field, which normally that's like bottom third. Um, we have some pretty good players, and I beat some pretty good players in seeding, guys that just played in the Club Pro Championship and stuff in New Mexico. And, uh, yeah, it was brutal. It was brutal, but... I felt really good going into that, like, hey, I can beat some people. I can beat them. 
but and I could have done better if my preparation. I think I finished double double bogey double double. I think is what I finished on that round. So I was you know I was nine over and you know five of those strokes in the last three holes. So and I think I had a bogey like two before that or two bogeys in a row, something like that. It, you know that's all preparation. So what you know that I can ride that in. I can take that momentum and go with it, and that brings us into match play the following day. So the way our match play brings breaks down is you you play two matches a day starting on you know Monday's the qualifying round. That's a six hour shotgun, by the way. It's so brutal. We play in foursomes and all that. We normally play around four hour rounds for our tournaments. It's usually pretty good. Um, that one's just always bad. We. Uh, we go to the match play then it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And if you keep winning, you would play two matches a day. So I play, um, a fellow director of instruction in our section here, young, younger kid and, you know, play the match and honestly played really, really well. Um, that morning, I think I won five and three and not to say he didn't play his best. That's for sure. Um, but I definitely was putting a lot of pressure on him. I felt like I was hitting into greens a lot first, hitting the green a lot. I was getting up and down a lot if I needed to. We had some, you know, it's, again, it's not an easy course. You're, you're, the greens were firm. They were getting firmer. And one of the things that I took away from this first round that was huge was I played the first 10 holes, and the, this course has kind of comically narrow fairways. The 11th hole is a 420-yard par-4 uphill. It's got a 9-yard wide fairway. We walked it off. Like, it's comically narrow. And then you get in the rough, you know, by a yard, and the rough is will get you. And then there's massive hills on the edges, and, like, you're playing from some weird spots. And so it was one of those things where I learned really quick that, one, I'm going to have to lag putt it really good, and I didn't do bad. I putted really well from short range, like four or five feet and in. Um, I think I did really well. I think I only missed like maybe one of those putts. That was actually in the qualifier for the week. Um, I did a complete 360. I, what I didn't putt well was like 10 to 20 feet. Like I left a ton of putts short and that was weird. Um, so I've been working on that. But the other thing that uh, I, I was happy about was my short game was actually there. I got up and down a few times. That's something I needed to work on, and I, I found something I can go with. And I'm really, really happy about it. And it's been just a process of trial and error of just, all right, am I doing it enough? And what I found was what I needed to work on, what I needed to change, I just wasn't doing it enough. And I would go, I do it in practice, it's fine. You go play, and I think I'm doing it, but then I finally had the, the, you know, the nerve to start looking at it, and it's like, no, I'm not doing it. And so that's a problem. You got to go for it. And so I had to just kind of suck it up. So match play was a good, tr good choice to, or a good chance to do it because if you mess it up, you just lose the hole. And so went for it, said, all right, hey, I got to do whatever I'm working on. I got to do my move. I'm trying to open the face a little more in my short game on my, as I'm going back. And, uh, yeah, hit, hit some beautiful chips, was getting up and down. And the other thing is, I didn't have to get up and down that much. I think in my first round, I, I hit 13 or 14 greens, because that was the other thing I did well. When I, as I got through the front nine, what I learned was I was driving the ball in the rough. 
um, and I was only like by a yard. I was getting pretty frustrated by that. But then I would hit a shot, and I'm just flying it over every green. And it's like, wait, I'm hitting these flyers. And it's like, wait, that's not ideal. So I'm hitting these flyers. What's going on? And I just run. I was like, hey, you have to adjust. You have to adjust. And so finally, after I, on 10, I flew it over the green, which has water. So I hit like a six iron from like 188, and I flew the green probably 195-ish, uh, almost 200 yards. And I'm like, all right, we got to do something about this. And so we get to 11, then I'm like, all right, I got to start taking, you know, figuring this flyer thing out. So I had 175 uh, on 11, again, a yard in the rough. And 11 is the one with the comically narrow fairway. I hit a, I had nine iron. I pulled nine iron, 175 to the flag. Flag is in the back right of the green, by the way. Um, and so I'm aiming way left. I'm going to hit it in the middle. It's kind of like a kidney bean shaped green, not very deep. And I shoot the front yardage with the laser, and I see it's like 145 to carry the front. I'm like, all right, here we go. This is what we're going to do. We're going to try to hit it on the front, let it release out of the rough, all that. So I hit the nine, and it ends up flying about, we'll call it 165. Hit it on my line, which was great, but needed to have it take a ridge. I mean, it was a good shot. It was just, this is where it started to like, I started really going in my favor and everything kind of worked. And, you know, I, I kind of closed out the match over the next couple holes because I figured it out. Cause then on the next hole, same thing. I actually drove it in the right rough, short par four, uh, par four, but I hit a pitching wedge from 160. And then again, was on the green, just, just comfortably just putting pressure on my opponent that Hey, he, you have to now hit the green and you're hitting, you know, you're also down in the match and all of that. And then next hole was par three, hit a great one there, got it on. Um, you know, it just continued on. So put the pressure on and we closed it out. So did that and then, uh, got to go to the afternoon. So the afternoon I had saw my draw. My draw was, I'm now going to play, um, a good friend of mine, Brian Carroll, who is, um, he was our section player of the year last year. He is a great player, played D1, college, all that stuff. And, you know, he would be a favorite. He, I think he finished runner-up in this tournament last year. He would be a favorite to be competing to win this thing. And so, it's like, all right, sweet. We're going to go to the afternoon. I just played well. He was actually playing in the match in front of us. I could see that he wasn't actually playing great, I would say, because by his standard, for sure, because he was, you know, chipping a lot and he was um it seemed like he was not making a ton of putts which is something he can do all of that so it, the big thing was i just went in there and said hey i want to be just relaxed just relax on this and this is where the other thing i've been doing a lot of work with is, is something called focus calm which is a band that lets you work on how to be relaxed how to stay relaxed how to uh, control your mind all of that stuff and so this is where I really saw the benefits because we played this match. And now, again, I, I know, Brian, we had some good talks and all that stuff while we we're going. But, uh, you know, especially at the end, you know, when we turned to the back nine here, I was up, I believe, one at that point. I had one nine to go one up, and which the ninth hole was, gave me fits all week. So I was happy to win that. Um, but uh, it was one of those things that started getting more serious. You could tell it changed. You know, hey, we're not chatting as much. We're playing our shots. And 
reality, I just did the exact same thing. You know, I had, you know, on 10, hit it on. All right, hey, let's hit it on, two putt. Just kept making pars with the lead. And it's like, all right, hey, you got to go make a birdie. You got to go make that birdie and take it away. And I did that the entire way. I think we both had one bogey on the back. It was both on 13, which is kind of an odd par three. Um, I, I lipped out like a four or five footer, but this was like a different kind of four or five footer. It was like a one that broke a ton and like he three putted it. That was actually to win by that point. I could have won the hole, um, because he hit the green, but he was in a really, really bad spot. He, he hit a lot of shots on greens where he just had no chance, which he, you know, he knew that too. He was hitting it like in these really, really tough spots. And so that's, that's just tough. Like that's, that's the way this course was. And so he hit it there. I, again, just kind of kept doing it, kept doing things, kept doing things, hitting it on the green and you got to go make birdie. All right. They, it was getting tougher and tougher. He did miss a good chance on 15. I had like 12 feet for birdie just missed mine. He had like seven or eight and he missed his. Again, not great spot. Putting down the hill on Poana in the afternoon is not ideal when the greens are rolling probably 11 or 12. Uh, they, were, they were starting to move. And, uh, you know, we made it through. Then we got to 18, and I was still one up. I had managed to get there. I almost won it on 17. I, I hit a putt, my best putt of the week, and I just barely missed. But we get to 18, and, you know, this is match play. This is where I hit a drive. 18 gives me fits, too. It's a very tough driving hole for somebody that kind of plays more of a fade off the tee, which is what I do. Um, I draw my irons, fade my driver. And Brian does the same thing. He's a fader pretty much with everything. He, uh, he, we both hit our tee shots towards this tree on the right. Now, his hit the tree and went left. Mine hit the cart path and went out. So then I had to re-tee, I, I smoked a drive, hit it on, and I tried to chip it in for five. Brian actually went, went across the fairway, and he was kind of blocked out. He had to hit it up in the greenside bunker. He made five, but we went. I, get, I kind of gave him that one. And so we go to the 19th hole. And this was where the focus calm really kicked in, because I hit a drive. Again, I kind of lost it right. Brian hit one in the fairway. He hit a three-wood. And I almost hit a shot that wouldn't have worked. Looking back on it, there's no chance the shot would have had success. I was going to hit, I was kind of blocked out by a tree where I was like right on the edge of the green and there's water on the edge. And it's like, oh, I could get it to fade. And it's like, wait, you've been getting flyers all day. That means there's no spin on the ball. You can't curve it if there's no spin. And like you're aiming at the water with the match on the line. Like that's just crazy. And so I like before I pulled the trigger, I just stopped and I was like, wait, this is not right. So I, I stopped, I thought about it, I was like, wait, change clubs, I have to just play it under the tree, and I'm going to try to get it up by the front part of the green, which I did. Got it actually under the front edge, and then I, I actually t rolled up a putt to about two or three feet, and uh, that, was, that was a huge moment. I was like, hey, you can't, when you're in this mind, if you're feeling like this, you're about to get over a shot, and you have this feeling where it's like, man, this is crazy, this is hectic, don't hit that shot. That's not going to work. So... Go to something that makes you more relaxed. And because I know what that feels like now, I got to get better at it still, but I know what that feels like. I was able to find it. And then Brian hit a great shot on because he saw I was in trouble a little bit. Um, you know, I had punched it to the front part of the green. He played it very safe, right at where, where you should on the green, but it leaves you a downhill putt. 
I lagged it up to about three feet. He rolled his about five feet by and then missed the one, unfortunately, coming back. And then this was the first point of the match where actually I got nervous because I was like, wait, I could win. And I got kind of a tricky, like, three-footer downhill slider um, putt. And so, you know, again, just had to get calm, go through what I was doing, and, and happen to make it. But it was a great match, 19 holes, and uh, it was a ton of fun. And that means I get to come back the next day, um, which was also cool. So it, it was fun to go through that. You know, again, you know, do I feel like I won it? Um, I feel like I played well. Um, I don't feel like Brian played his best. He definitely could play better, and you know I think he he knows that. And his putting let him down a little bit too. It was tough to putt. I don't think it was necessarily anything he was doing. It was tough to read the greens, and the greens were getting bumpy and all that. It's it gets it got tough, you know. So I definitely rolled it pretty good um, on those shorter putts. But yeah, that's something that could get you. So I was fortunate there, and uh, but hey, we're moving on, and so. Go to the next morning, and this, I made probably the biggest mistake I made where I hit the ball really good the day before, and I didn't. I got away from what I, I had done, right? Like, I have to keep thinking about, I need something to think about in my swing or in my short game, all of that. I, I need that. And in my full swing, I just kind of said, hey, let's keep it rolling. That's not it. That's not it. Like, what rolling? Keep what rolling? Um and I, I just, from the jump, I didn't hit the ball well. Now, I, I made some mistakes in this match, and I get rolled. I got rolled pretty good. I lost 5-3 and three in this one to uh, Jamie Nieto, who has a fantastic story. You can Google him. He, you probably would find him, Jamie Nieto Golf Pro. Um, it's a crazy story. It's so cool to see him out there. But um, it, it's, you know, the first hole I played, I, I lost the drive just a little bit, but I hit a great shot on. Left the putt just in the jar short for birdie. We have it. Go to two. He kind of gets in a little trouble. Um, you know, he's going to make bogey. I hit it on the green. Two was another hole that kind of gave us fits. It played pretty long. It was like 445, but uphill and just played long all week. I hit a lot of four and five irons into it. And then this, this day, I actually got to hit a seven iron because I thought I was going to jump out of the rough. But I didn't. I just got it on the front. But then I three putted it. So we have the hole. Then we go to um, the third hole and have a chance to make like an eight or nine footer for birdie. And I don't. And so, and Jamie again is kind of in trouble. And then he makes par, gets up and down for par. And I don't, or I did, I, I made par. Like I didn't, you know, so we're, we're tied. Go to four, I hit a good one. I, or I hit a bad tee shot. I, I'm just scrambling, right? I'm not hitting it good. And again, I, I'm not thinking about what could make my swing better or like, I'm not thinking anything about it. Like, what was the thought that you had that made this work? And so immediately, you know, we go through the match, we go to five, I pull an iron, you know, I, I got lucky to have four, but um, I got really lucky there. I hit one of the best shots I've hit, punched it under a tree, ran it up. I mean, it was over the hill through the woods type thing and got it on the green. Um, but the fifth hole is a short par four, par three pull it, which I kept doing all day, was pulling it. Again, I'm not thinking about anything that I'm missing or anything. I'm just like, you know, keep it rolling and make bogey there, lose the hole. Then the next hole is like the worst, or it's, I don't know, the worst hole, but it's just a really weird hole. You hit this, you hit like a three or four iron off the tee and you got like five or six iron in. Um, and he hits into the hazard left, which is easy to do. And then I get up and I just follow him right in. Like, 
can't do that. And then I ended up losing the hole because he played phenomenally from there. I, I made double. He makes bogey. We, we both hit it up on the green. But then I have like a really, I'm in the wrong spot. And I've got a putt that breaks 20 feet that I don't get that close. And he has a different one that he does get kind of close. And so that's, that was it, you know. And so we hit there, you know, seven, we, we tie. He made, he, his putter definitely heated up, you know, eight. I won eight actually, which was good. I had a great up and down there. I scrambled my tail off in this match too. So I, I have so many positives about my short game after this one because I scrambled on eight. Nine, I had to scramble and I made par to keep it there. He birdies 10, but I scrambled to actually to get a par from a fairway over, you know, and I hit a great bunker shot and got up and down and then he had to make birdie to win the hole. That was good. I had a crazy up and down on 11, and then the 12th hole, he got up and down to save a bogey and because um, he hit it in the hazard, and I hit it over the green on this drivable par four where I was just dead and ended up making double, and that one really kind of just turned me off. It, it was just bad from there. We're like, all right, it's right, I've gone down two, uh, or down three, I should say, with like four or five to go. And I'm just, you know, that was the one disappointing thing was like, I felt like I lost my mojo a little bit and it kind of took the wind out of my sails that one. Um, so it wasn't bad though, but I mean, what's been exciting is all the work been doing, working with the flight scope in here. I haven't really hit balls outside. I just hit in here with my flight scope. I go teach, I work with people online. And so I don't get to hit balls on the range. I do go, if I go outside to practice, it's short game. I do that. I don't even practice putting. I practice my putting in here on my um, perfect putt mat just so I can see the lines, check my alignments, check my setup. I'll go, you know, I've got a tournament this week. I'm going to go and I'll get out there and judge the speed and all that. But it, it's been a fun journey with it. It was nice to see it pay off. You know, again, got to the round of 16 in the match play. I wish I would have played better there, but definitely learned some things and definitely leaving with some confidence. So that's really cool to do. So um, we're going to keep it up, you know, on the channel here, we'll be doing some live stuff and, uh, you know, here at the podcast, we'll be talking about it as well. So yeah, you know, stay tuned. You know, my goal again is to share with you the process, share with you what it's like to go through and share with you my trials and tribulations as I try to be in your shoes and what it's like and what you have to do. And hopefully you can pick up some things, not necessarily, Oh, about my swing or, Hey, what do you do in your swing? But how do you handle being out there and doing all this stuff? So that would be uh, the stuff that we want to see. So anyway, if you have any questions about it, let me know. But uh, thanks, everybody. And make sure you subscribe. If you listen to this on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, make sure you subscribe. We got plenty more, especially over on YouTube. Make sure you head over. We're going to have plenty more about getting better and all of that stuff. So I'm excited for that. Okay. So again, excited for tournament season's off to a good start we're in the positive money wise i've not lost money in tournament entries yet so we did make money on that that match play so that's good it's always a tough thing but uh we got another one schomburg golf club's up next so we'll be there and then after that a couple weeks is beverly i'm excited about that one so uh we will go ahead and get out there all right if you have any questions you know where to find me so thanks everybody we'll see you next time peace